Reading our Bibles regularly can be a challenge, but we're all on this journey together. We're praying that this podcast inspires you, helps you better understand God's Word, and builds your faith. This is Join the Journey with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Sherry Clemens. Hi, thanks for having me. Sherry, I'm so glad you're here. It is a joy to meet you today. Um, We really just met maybe 10 minutes ago. Right. (laughs) So I would love to just dive in and hear your story. How'd you come to know the Lord and where are you today? Great. Yeah. So I was raised in a Christian home. I have the sweetest parents. They're celebrating 50 years of marriage this next year. Yeah. And um, two sweet sisters. And we just grew up in the church. I mean, we were there Sunday, Sunday night, Wednesday night, you know. Oh, yeah. Like looking back, um, I think there were just a a few key people that just really poured out um, just through service at the church that that deepened my faith. And um, there was a, a leader that I had um, when I was eight, nine, 10 years old that just was big on scripture memory. So I memorized so many scriptures as a young child. And then um, in high school, I had a, a youth minister and his wife just poured into me and my friends. And um, thankfully, because of those people and just the Lord's kind of grip on me, I just, um, you know, always followed him. And mm-hmm. um, and then my, my relationship with Christ really deepened in college. I just um, couldn't get enough of the word, did so many Bible studies, had a lot of women pouring into me there too. And uh, that's just, so I, I feel like I've always known him. I mean, I know there was a time when I was little when I didn't, but um, I, I mean, I, I remember praying that just the prayer of salvation when I was seven and um, really um not really knowing for sure what that meant, knowing I believed, right? Yeah. Um, but, um, and then and then through the last, you know, 30 plus years of my life, just growing in my, um, you know, depth of knowledge of, of who he is and, and who he is to me. So No, I love that. That's such a beautiful picture of Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way he should go or she should go. And when she is old, she will not depart from it. Yeah. And uh, I think that's beautiful because you're right. Like there was a time when, you didn't know Christ and, you know, made that official. I want to give my life to the Lord. But I feel like you're sitting in front of me a testimony of this is what sanctification looks like. If yeah. you surround yourself with God's people and surrender to his spirit and treasure his word, you you grow up and you're like, man, I've been doing my life with Jesus. And that's yeah. A beautiful. Yeah. And, and we pray that prayer for our four kids right now. I mean, I the, the leaders that they have here at Watermark and their small group, I mean, they have like stellar leaders. And so, you know, people like them. And then, of course, at home, we're trying to do the same thing yeah. and, and teach them God's word. And, and you know, we're not guaranteed that all four of them are going to grow up and, and follow the Lord. But man, we're going to keep pushing um, just his truth into their hearts. And, and hopefully, um, even if even if they do, you know, depart from it at some point, hopefully they'll come back. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And that's all you can do yeah. is just can do. be yeah. faithful, that's which right. we're going to talk about that yes. in a second. Uh, John 15, I think, is arguably one of the most fun, dare I say, best passages yes, that best. could have yeah. been picked. I mean, <laughs> I got the pleasure of teaching John 15 uh, at Women's Bible Study last year when we studied through the book of John. And um, we can link actually some of the John messages in the description for this episode. But um, Sherry, why did you pick John 15? 
Okay. So last fall, I was sitting at church one Sunday morning, and I just had a lot of decisions that I was um, going to be making over the next few few months. The biggest one is I was um, considering running for school board um, here in the Dallas area. And, and I was just sitting, and um, um, we were doing the communion, and the pastor had asked us just to sit in prayer and, and talk to the Lord. And so as I was talking to him, I just heard the word abide. And I thought, you know, I'm so I'm so stressed about this decision and how this is going to affect my family and can I do this really big thing God and and then he said abide and I'm like what does that even mean like how what do I need to do like I'm mm. a to-do person like okay I'm going to read my bible even more and I'm going to pray more and I'm going to you know serve more and that's that seems to be abiding right and and I was kind of questioning that though like that can't be right and then so Shane and Shane, you know, are singing and, and he starts strumming and he sings, I'm the vine, you are the branches, teach me to abide. And I was like, oh, wow, Lord, like what an answer to prayer right there of how do, what does it mean to abide? He's going to teach me. And, um, and so just being so thankful um, in that moment that it wasn't a to-do list. It wasn't more things I needed to do. It was just really sitting back and saying, okay, Lord, um, you know, you need to teach me to abide. And I, I want to trust that you, you can do that. And um, so anyway, so that's why I picked John 15 and it kept coming up. Like, like there's a poster at our, at our work office and it was, the scripture was there too, like the next week. And I was like, okay, Lord, this is something that you're wanting me to dive into. So then when I got asked to do the join the journey, it was an easy pick. An easy pick. I love it. So what has God taught you? I mean, this passage comes to mind as you're considering, what's the right word? Running. Running. Yeah. As you're considering running for the school board. Yeah. And what did you learn along the way? What did that journey look like? Gosh, I mean, the first part, just abiding in him throughout the whole process from the decision to, to run to just all the logistics to how it was going to impact my family, um, just realizing that I had to trust him and and that he was going to, to use um, use me to bear fruit, not maybe how I pictured it. I never thought that's something I would ever do is run for school board, um, but that's just where he led me. And to, to kind of watch, I almost just felt like it was outer body, like watching him and use me in ways that I never knew I could be used. I mean, I was Mm. talking all the time and, and, you know, to audiences and, and that's something I never had done before. And and just um, talking to so many strangers, constantly knocking on doors. And, and um, it was, I mean, I learned so much and um, it was just so neat to see him use me in that way. Something that I never thought that would happen. And so I'm looking at this passage and I think a lot of people will look at John 15 and we're like, okay, I'm the true vine. My father's the vine dresser. Abide in me and I am you. You can't bear fruit unless you abide. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm walking in this closeness with the Lord. Shouldn't things go well? Right. Doesn't bearing fruit look like things go well? How would you respond to that? Yeah. I mean, that's, gosh, I learned that lesson so, so much this, this past year. I lost the school board. Um, I won the initial election and then lost in the runoff. And, and it was hard because, because, that in itself was a lesson of, okay, I have to trust that he knows best. And I uh, was faithful and said yes to what he called me to do. And mm-hmm. and then um, it wasn't the outcome that I wanted or kind of expected because, you know, I'm like, I did this and then I, I'm not going to continue to, to make an impact like I thought I sure. would. And, and um, so that's been, it, it's been so uh, good though, because I mean, 
obviously that would have been a really hard thing to do and put my family uh, through. And so um, by his, his loving grace, he, he, um, he let me not win, you know, Mm -hmm. and I didn't have to kind of walk down that road and have some family time back. And, and that's been so sweet. Um, and then another thing I learned was, you know, um, in John 15, 18, it says that the world hates you know that it's hated me before it hated you. Mm -hmm. And, and I don't think I'd ever really truly, uh, been able to put myself in those shoes before. I, I maybe I'd been hated, but I didn't know it. <laughs> and, yeah. and tell through, me about that. What did that look like? Yeah, I mean, through through this, I mean, people were so so hurtful and um, hateful. And I mean, I just sitting at the polls, people would yell, "You really mean things at me," mm-hmm. and people would come up to me and just berate me um, for because my because you were standing for Christ for my beliefs. Yeah, for my mm-hmm. beliefs um, specifically. You know, I was standing for. Uh, uh, appropriate books in our kids' libraries mm-hmm. and um, people called that book burning and censorship instead of just appropriate lines for kids, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. and um, I just learned how to take persecution and just with, I mean, I would look them in the eye and, and literally that was the Lord just allowing me to have peace in that situation. I mean, he also showed up in crazy ways. Like one time this was happening and one of my friends, it's a police officer, like literally rolled up right next to me while that was happening. And that was just the Lord. I know just like, I've got you even physically, like with a police officer that would totally help you, you know, if you needed it. And not that I was that threatened, but you know, it was just such a piece of like, this is so hard, but I have you. Mm -hmm. And, and for every negative interaction, there was also hundreds of positive interactions of, I mean, I even got a letter this week in the mail from um, a a random person I don't know that just said, hey, I know you're in for school board. I saw you in at the polls. You don't know who I am, but I am praying for you. And I think God has big things for you. And please email me your prayer request list. I mean, really. Wow. So the Lord just totally provided the sweet moments. um, But I did, I did learn a little, a little bitty bit maybe of what, um, persecution feels like. Absolutely. I'm in, I'm encouraged by you, Sherry. I'm looking at the end of this chapter, but when the helper comes, Jesus says, whom I will send to you from the father, the spirit of truth who proceeds from the father, he will bear witness about me. And you also will bear witness because you've been with me. And as I hear you telling this story, I would think if I was in your shoes and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take this awesome step of faithfulness and run for the school board. And now it's awkward because I have to tell people I didn't get it. What I see in you is this, I mean, you've been abiding, like you've been with Jesus and there's a surrender and a trust and I'm just going to be faithful and look at all these things God taught me along the way. Yeah. Look at this impact he used me to make in the lives of individuals throughout the process. Yeah. And, and I'm okay that he had a different plan because I'm, I'm still with him. Yeah. It it doesn't, totally. it doesn't shake your relationship. And I'm sure at times there were moments when you questioned like, why? Yeah. But now you see, if I'm if I'm hearing you rightly, you see the blessing it is to your family and, and the fruit that's come from it. That letter yeah. is a good example. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it is. It's like, why why did I have to go through this hard thing? But then I look at all the fruit that was, get, you know, that, that I was able to produce because I was attached to him and it was totally worth it. And, and, the verse, Jerem- like Jeremiah 29, 11, I know people say it all the time, but it it has also been just such a constant this summer um, after I lost, just that he knows the plans he has. I mean, he has the best plans for me. And and I could never have predicted that I would have even done this. And so I can't even imagine, you know, what he has in store yeah. next, whatever that is. Yeah, I love that you use Jeremiah 29, 11, because 
that's actually maybe one of the most appropriate modern applications. Because the problem is when we read that verse, we we think everything's going to go well, like right. we're going to win or it's yeah. going to be good. Everyone's going to be healthy. But contextually, Israel's about to get demolished by a foreign nation yes. when they hear those words. And so hearing you say, hey, I lost in the runoffs, but God still has a plan. Yeah. He's not trying to harm me. Yeah. Is amazing. So that's that's beautiful, Sherry. Thank you for sharing. We are about out of time. Any any questions or prompts you'd want to leave those who are on the journey reading along with us just to reflect on maybe with their community group? Yeah, I mean, I I reflected today just on a couple of the questions that I wrote and just talking about um, texting or, or emailing a, a friend or family member that is showing fruit. I think it's so important for us to encourage each other when we mm-hmm. do see positive fruit. I mean, so I would like, for my example, I was going to talk about like my husband, just I've been going through some health stuff and I've seen patience and goodness come out of him. Mm-hmm. And I know that's from him abiding in the Lord because I know I'm probably not the most uh, pleasant person to be around right <laughs> now. And so um, anyway, so just encourage um, readers to, to share with their community group, just go around the circle and say, you know, this is what I see in your life. Mm-hmm. That's that's producing fruit. And I think that's so encouraging for us to hear um, because it's so easy, I think, for us to, to go into community group and need to confess and repent, which is very appropriate. Sure. But also encouraging each other when we do see that mm. that good fruit um, being produced. I love it. So. And Sherry, if, if somebody's around Watermark, as we close, if they're interested in running for a school board or they want to meet you and say, hey, where could they find you on a Sunday? What service do you go to? Where do you serve? Awesome. Yeah, I go to nine o'clock service okay. and um, we serve in the adoption ministry. Okay. Um, and so uh, we'll sometimes be at the adoption classes that they offer, pre-adoption sure. and pre-foster care classes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm there too. But, okay. Yeah. And at the 9 a.m., do you sit in a specific I area? I sit in the middle, front and middle, middle center, pretty close to the front. Front, middle. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to talk to Sherry on a Sunday, that's where she'll be. Thank you for being here. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. The Join the Journey podcast is produced by Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. You can learn more about Watermark by connecting with us on social media. Just search Watermark Church, all one word. And to read along with us, visit jointhejourney.com. And thank you guys for listening.